Avram, thank you for joining us this morning on Austin Hellenic Radio. To begin, tell us a little bit about who you are and your background as a musician. Well, who I am, I'm out of sp- out, from out of space. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is Avram Pengas. I was born in Athens, Greece, to a Greek Jewish family. My mother is Sephardic, which means she's from. She was born in Thessaloniki. My father is from. Uh, Athens with roots from Yanina, which uh, it's called something like Romaniot, which means Romios. Those are Greek Jews that were they've been to Greece for 2,000 years or something like that, never spoken Spanish. We moved to Israel when I was like two and a half years old. We spoke Greek at home nonstop. That's why I'm still fluent in Greek. The music I got from both sides, both sides were very, very musical. Uh, my father may rest in peace. Was I mean, you know, I had a great voice, played the guitar. My uncle, that still lives in Greece, you know, in Athens, plays different instruments. And on my mother's side, they were all very, very talented, with the exception that one of my mother's sister was a very big, famous uh, rebetiki, tragudistria, which means rebetiki singer. Her name was Stella Haskil. She passed away very young. She was ill. She, she was sick. Uh, with a lot of big, big hits. Um, anything that you want to ask on that one? Well, aside from coming from a very musically oriented family, it sounds like your background in terms of uh, having been born in Greece and then growing up in Israel has influenced your musical style because you combine a lot of different elements from the Mediterranean and from the Middle East. Tell us more about the style of music which you perform. Well, the style of music, it's very common all over the Middle East, or I would even say Mediterranean. What happened is that at some point, I'm sure that in Greece is the same thing. Even though I didn't grow up in Greece, I know from other friends, musicians that grew up in Greece, that some of the radio stations at those days, not now anymore, used to play music from all over the world, whether it was Italian from San Remo Festival or French or... Turkish or Arabic or Greek or in Israel, of course, you know, all those were covered by two sessions and everyone around, around, I mean, I mean, everyone around the region had all those kinds of music. Also, you have to understand that Israel is like kind of a, a new country, it became a country again in 1948 and the country was like filled with a lot of immigrants from all over Europe and some of the Arabic countries and South America, and it's a huge blend of a lot of music there. Whatever you want to touch it, whether it's Latin, whether it's Arabic, I mean, Greek is like number one music in Israel, with no doubt, you know. I mean, everyone likes Greek. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And, I, and I've heard that there's many Greek artists that are actually very, very popular in Israel. Ooh, are you kidding? From... Like Dalaras, Kazanzidis, Haris Alexiou. The one who's very popular still right now is uh, Glikeria. I've heard that she's very popular in Israel. And she has big stadiums with, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like there's a wedding I'm in line, you know, to see her. You know, they love her. People, very, people in Israel are very much related to the Greek music. And hey, and why not? And who were some of your personal musical influences and inspirations? Well, there are different issues. Okay, when it comes to Greek music, we used to tune, my father used to tune the the radio to Cyprus because we couldn't really get 
Athens was too far away. So the Cyprian station used to play so much music there that were unbelievable. One of my biggest idols was, of course, Manolis Hiotis, one of the greatest bouzouki players ever, composers ever, you know. And I've been, like, very, very inspired by Manolis Hiotis. Like other, like, you know, I was listening to Tsitsanis, to Papayoanu, to all those people. Uh, but Manolis Hiotis had a big, like, influence on me as a guitar player, bouzouki player, as a musician when it comes to the Greek music. Are there any other styles that you want to know besides the Greek music? Sure, uh, some of the other styles which you perform as well. Okay, well, what I do, like I do, I mean, I cover a big area, which is a Latin area. Like, I got a lot of my Latin music, South American, from, to begin with, there was a trio called uh, Los Paraguayos. Los Paraguayos were very popular all over Greece during the 50s and 60s. They were from Paraguay, and if you ever listen to Dallaras' album called Latino, He's got a lot of things from Paraguay as well. And then was Los Panchos, which was like the best South American trio. They were from Mexico. When it came to the French style, there were many, many other entertainers. Like I was very influenced by Charles of Zavour, Enrico Macias, uh, Gilbert Becot, there were all many things. And of course, to the Italian music, we were very, very influenced by the San Remo Festival. With the Israeli music... I don't have to say it, I grew up there and I was listening to a lot of that music as well. Arabic music, we used to listen to Farid Al-Atrash, Um Kultum. Uh, there's, a lot of bl- you know, there's a lot of blend there, you know. You've been performing in New York City at a variety of different venues, including a nightclub which you owned uh, called Noga, uh, which was in uh, Greenwich that's Village. That's correct. When, okay. Uh, when I first got to the United States, I was brought here to Greenwich Village to a club called El Avram. His name is Avram Grobard. He's still performing, more or less. He was one of the old Finjan group members. He had his own nightclub in Sheridan Square, and he got my visa to come here to work. And then a year later, I went back to Israel for about a month or two, and I came back to the Finjan Cafe. I don't know if anybody of you heard about the Finjan Cafe. There was a legendary place on McDougall Street, which did a lot of great music. I was there for about almost nine years. And then from there, I went and opened my own nightclub on West 8th Street called Noga, N-O-G-A. The reason I called it Noga was because in Israel at those days, there was an entertainment, entertain, no, entertainer's cafe called Noga. Somewhere between 11.30, 12 o'clock till 3 o'clock, Musicians used to come on lunch break and everything like that. Now you have to realize that those days people didn't have telephones around. So that was the only place to get together and to exchange dates and club dates. And of course, customers would come to Noga to look for bands and everything like that. So I figured, listen, if I'm going to call my club something, I, I, it's got to be like an easy name for Greeks, for Arabs, or Israelis. So I said, hey, listen, Noga, that's easy. What have your experiences performing in New York City been like? My experiences were great. Actually, I've I performed all over the States and all over the world, but New York City, it's a great place to perform. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of interest in a lot of kinds of music, and it's really great. You know what I'm saying? It's not like one of those places you go and people used to only one kind. New York is really great, very, very metropolitan, a lot of styles of music. And it's great. People like music, and they always greet you in a good way. Have you had the opportunity to perform with any other renowned artists or performers? 
Well, I did, you know, I worked with a lot of people like David Amram, legendary David Amram. I worked with Arisan, if you ever heard that name before. Uh, we actually played a song by Arisan earlier in the show. Right. I worked with Arisan. We were very close friends, you know, for so many, many, many years. I worked with Costa Cafasis. I did, you know, a lot of things were a lot of big, you know, with like Willie Nelson. We did many, many, I mean, you know, I have to start remembering, my God, time goes by and sometimes you're not even realizing who you work with, you know, anymore. Uh, David Broza, uh, Robert Klein, many, many, many. I think our listeners in Texas would be interested about your experience working with Willie Nelson. Uh, Willie Nelson, there was a big festival where David Amram was involved there. Uh, David Amram, if you're ever going to Google him, is a really multi, multi, multi musician just celebrated his 80th birthday, but he behaves like a 30-year-old. He's really great. Uh, he's from the generation of... Um, did you ever hear of Beat the Generation? Yes. Okay, he's part of that group. So with him, many times, we did, I mean, the Pete Siegel Festival, and then we did some other stuff with Willie Nelson and everything like that. That was really great, you know, great experience. A lot of music, and everyone is actually nice on those, you know. Just play the music and have a great time. What have been some of your other memorable experiences as a performer? You got me there. There were so many of them. Some of them were really, you know, one of those that ever performed with the Finjan group in Kennedy Center in front of the president and everything like that. And I mean, I mean, and of course you got, I mean, you know, the whole secret service around checking your equipment and everything like that. But when it comes to play, all of a sudden, everything is... That was great, you know. Looking at all those, I mean, you know, important people over there, you know, watching you play. And then you say, wait a minute, you know, I'm actually from the other side of the world. Am I really playing in this place? It's really, I mean, you know, unbelievable. We've done many important things like in Lincoln Center. And things like, you know, you're standing there and you said, wait a minute. Uh, one of the most, most mm, I'll tell you that one, there was about, how can I say, mm, I don't know how many years ago is that, we played in front of King Hussein. He was actually honored by the Bnei Brit organization. That was at the World of Astoria. And we were like a few I mean, yards away from him, played for him, and he was, he was a really a great man, you know. It was a great experience. I mean, reading about all those things, listening to the news, King Hussein, and here, all of a sudden, you play in front of him, or Vasilias, as they say. Uh, recently, you performed in Houston, and from what I heard, it was a very successful performance. What was the response like to playing in Houston? Actually, it was really great, you know. There was like a sold house, and I happened to meet a lot of the Greek society gentlemen that were there. There were about two big tables over there. So just before we went on stage, I said, Marilyn, please, I would like to be introduced to the Greek society people, because the rest of them were like Israeli people that liked Arisan, some Sephardic, but I was really, and they were so nice. They sat there, you know, they had a great time, they danced, and they actually took, some of them took our business cards, trying to see if they can bring us. Uh, but you know something? It was a great experience. We were supposed to end up at a certain time, but... As I always do, I never looked at I never look at my watch. I just go on. It was excellent. It was really great. Do you have any upcoming performances scheduled? Oh, I do a lot of stuff all over the place. Uh, I may even come to Houston again in May, maybe. 
Wonderful. We'll be happy to announce that on the air if you come back to Houston. Oh, I would like to go to Austin, if possible. Ah, that would be that would be even more wonderful for our listeners, especially. The way the way I understood from the gentleman from the Greek Society that what they do usually they they hire entertainers from all over the place and what I think they do they have like a tour of Houston, Dallas, and Austin, I think. So I don't know that you know. So uh, one of my colleagues, Nick Mandukos, Greek American, who also plays guitar and bouzouki and sings was actually talking to them, and they were telling me that there might be an interest to do such a tour. So if that will happen, you'll be the first to know. And, and I do think there would be some interest in such a tour, absolutely. I should hope so. It was, re- was a re- really, really a great success. We had a great time. You've released a few albums as well. Tell us a little bit more about your discography and the music which you have released. Oh, my discography is this. I released several albums which were like uh, a mixture of Middle Eastern Arabic, uh, Sephardic Israeli, uh, some Armenian, uh, some Turkish, some like gypsy style and everything like that. Uh, some of them, I can't even find the album anymore. But about this particular one, this, the last CD is called Santorini. reason to that was uh, we used to perform Friday nights at a place called Santorini in Greenwich Village, Greek restaurant. And when I decided to go on with the album, I figured, let me honor Costa Ifandopoulos, great man. So we just called it Santorini, and this one you can actually find on cdbaby.com under the name either Noga Group or under Avram Pengas or under Santorini. And I believe you have a website as well where there's some samples actually, of your work. Actually, a couple of them. One of them is uh, under uh, www.nogamusic.com. The other one is, it's not really finished, but it's like www.avram.tengas.com. That's what I think it is. Yes. So yeah. two websites, nogagroup.com and www.avram.tengas.com. Wonderful. Well, Avram, thank you for taking the time to speak with us this morning on Austin Hellenic Radio. And uh, hopefully we will have the chance to hear a performance here in Austin one day. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We are good. Good morning. And we are good. Thank you very much. We are here today. And we hope to see you again. Yes, of course. We hope to see you again. And it's a pleasure to see you again. Thank you very much. Thank you.